Boys, 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 welcome back to the All Day Parlay Podcast. Another week, another pod. Keep it rolling. We keep T-tap. it rolling over here. T-Tap, bad week, bad week last week for the boys. Bad week for us. The QBs, the QBs weren't weren't showing up last week. They did um, not at all. Yeah. It was a, it was an odd. It was well, actually, some quarterbacks did show up, just not the ones that we picked. Um, so I take that back. Some quarterbacks did show up. But, but just the quarterbacks we didn't bet on showed up. Yeah. Yeah. But all, all in all, all in all about last week, though, I thought, and it might have been because of the quarterback play. I thought we were going to see some better games last week. I was, I uh, too, dude. it was one of those things where we kind of hyped it up and we thought it was going to be like the best day of football ever on Sunday. And then it wasn't, but I thought that Bills Bengals game was going to be so much better. Yeah. I thought it was going to be electric, but not at all. Yeah. We can get into this a little bit later, but the Bills and Josh Allen are just fucking overrated. They just don't. Well, Joe Cool might be daddy of the AFC. We don't know yet. We'll find out Joe this weekend. Cool, Joe Cool's daddy regardless. Yeah, Joe Cool is taking everyone by storm. He's taking the internet by storm. He's taking any 25-year-old woman by storm. It is – he is uh, – dude, he's who, like trending on girls' TikTok pages right now. Oh yeah. Hey, who knew that the kid from Home Alone would turn into one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah, and now he's being called like the most attractive quarterback in the NFL too. And I'm like, what? okay, wait a second. What happened to Jimmy G? Where did Jimmy G go and all this? All right, you're telling me Jimmy kid G's from over- Home Alone is outbeating Jimmy-, Jimmy G? Hey, Jimmy G's over here making porn stars tap out. Like, Jimmy-, Jimmy G gets no now. love, and I'm like, why are we showing these pictures, these videos of Joe Cool? Did we forget Jimmy G is in the NFL? Like, it's unbelievable. Hey, j- just proves that that beards for men, beards are makeup for men, and Joey B looks good without a beard. So he imagine does. if that man had a beard, we'd all be fucked. They got that clean, clean cut. That old yeah. clean cut. Yep, we'd all be screwed. But that's, hey, that, uh, that's that old Benny, that Benny Hanna lookalike right there. You gotta watch out for <laughs> Benny Hanna. Britain, you're lucky. You're a lucky woman. <laughs> um, all right, let's go ahead and start off on this uh, this recap last week. Let's just churn through this real quick. Um, first game, Jags Chiefs. What do we think? Yeah, I just, I just, I think my take on that game is much like I had the whole season. I think the Chiefs. I think when we saw them scrapping for wins the whole year, that's just who they are. I think they, they all they did was scrap another. They scrapped another win. Exactly what they've been doing all year. Um, I think. I mean, I think it's my. I mean, my take is, and leads into a bet for next week. But I think, I think the Chiefs are now going to meet their match. I think what you've been seeing from the Chiefs is what they are. They don't have a second gear. I actually don't think the Patrick Mahomes injury will play as much of a part as like people I think. Say, like, I just think the Bengals. Like... I just think the Bengals are just better. So I think the Chiefs. What you saw last week, another scrapped win, great win. Um, actually, I don't feel good seeing the Jaguars play last week because they were one fumble away from going into overtime and then possibly winning the game. So yeah. Titans, where are we at, boys? We got to have a hell of an off season because the Jags are actually good. They're actually hey, legit. Jags are coming. But I say the Jags, now they spent a lot of money on Christian Kirk, which I still don't agree with. I don't even know if he's their best receiver. Dude, but, but I will Jags say, I will say, if you're just casually watching the game while you're talking with friends or like eating or something, every time you look at the screen when the Jags are on offense, the camera's on Kirk. Like, yeah. They do feed him for the amount of money they give him. He they try to get him the ball. Well, I mean, what did he get? Four years, eighty-six million, something like that. I, Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's one of the higher-paid receivers in the NFL. I mean, uh, their I, offense. He he definitely gets the targets for if, for their. If offense. Trevor Lawrence likes him, it's going to work out. But yeah. no, this this Patrick Mahomes injury is going to play big in this next weekend because 
I mean, let's be honest. Patty Mahomes, he doesn't need to scramble. He doesn't need to do all this stuff. Like he can sit in the pocket and dice you up. He's like he's yeah. the best quarterback in the NFL. The, the, my only my only contrast to that is is he comfortable doing that? Exactly. That was my next because, point. So that's my big difference between Patty Mahomes and Joe Burrow is you know a lot of the people will argue that Patty Mahomes is the best player in the National Football League, but if you just look at a textbook quarterback, Joe Burrow is the best textbook quarterback. And I'm like. I, and, and they debate that back and forth, and I'm like, so what? So what are you trying to say? Which would you rather have? Would you rather have the I, guy? I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you can sit here and say that Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Patty Mahomes. I mean, Patty's that's, about to. But, but this, but that's what the people are like. Well, textbook quarterback wise, Joe Burrow is better, but Patrick Mahomes is the best one. Okay, like, give me a reason why Joey B is a better textbook quarterback. Give me one. I think because he just gets the job, like he just makes simple play after simple play. After, and he, and the one thing about Joe Burrow is, you know, some quarterbacks, like because they're doing, maybe they're not comfortable in the pocket, they start doing things, they'll miss like a DB having a missed coverage. And basically what the experts are saying is like, if you watch the film on Joe Burrow, he doesn't miss. Like if you if you slip on a piece of grass, he's like, you're done. He if you're it, supposed he, to yeah. be in cover two and you're late getting over, you're done. He Like he basically he just sees everything so quick. Whereas like some quarterbacks, because they're rolling out and doing all these extra things, they'll miss these like little, you know, 20 yard gains they could have easily because they're like rolling out and stuff like that. Whereas Joe Burrow gets it back there and like, if you mess up, play's gone, catch down, first down. Like that's, that's fair. I mean, I, I still feel like Patrick Mahomes, when he started his career, the first year he won MVP, the year they won the Super Bowl. He was not this running around. I mean, yeah, he made incredible plays, but because he has the strongest arm of any quarterback I've seen. I mean, him and Josh Allen are comparable, but still think yeah. Patty's probably got him. But Patty can sit there and just dice you up. And not to mention, Patty's probably got the best receiver left in the playoffs in Travis Kelsey. I'm calling him receiver because, I mean, if you put him out at wide out, he would be a top two receiver in the NFL. Dude, have you noticed how Travis Kelsey is just wide open? Every play. It it's unbelievable. Make That's what I'm saying. Like, people aren't giving the Chiefs enough credit this weekend. Now, we'll get into this a little bit later, but I don't think Patty Mahomes' injury is like it flipped the spread a complete as of Wednesday night right now. It flipped it a complete five to six points. Yeah, that Bengals are favored. And that's the other thing. I don't even know. <clears throat> I'm just so caught up on that because I I would have like Bengals plus Bengals at plus odds on money line against the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes fully healthy, I would still take it. Like, I would, I would still too. take Bengals plus two, like plus two or money line. I would too, but now that the line shifted a whole lot, it worries me a little bit. All right, so, yeah, so, just, yeah that, that, hey, that injury is something to watch out for. Like, I don't know. Patty Mahomes did have an interview today where he's not in a walking boot and not limping. Now, it could have all been staged to, you know, make the Bengals feel like, oh, like he's not hurt, you know, blah, blah, all this stuff. We'll have to it, see. it depends. If it's if it's a high ankle sprain, like an actual high ankle sprain, that boy is going to be hurting. Like they're definitely shoot. I mean, they're going to shoot stuff in him before the game anyway. So an adrenaline will take over. So I don't yeah. really see it being that big of a thing. But now, like if he does get tackled or get sacked and something hits it and and makes that little extra juice wear off a little quicker, a high ankle sprain is not. That is like a multiple week injury. Like you, I know in football, like it's not the same as like basketball high ankle. Like you're basically you're useless. But right. like football's a little different because quarterback, you're just taking a few steps sometimes. But, yeah. If it's but a like, if it's a normal ankle sprain, it will not affect him on the game. Like it will if it's a low ankle sprain, he has 
what five or six days to recover with he's probably not working that hard this week in practice yeah by the time he starts the game there's unless he gets tackled on it it will not bother him at all but the thing the thing that i think hurts him with that is his ability to not be able to move like it 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 depends like if you're facing dallas like and micah parsons is rushing you you're not going to outrun him anyway so you're going to have to sit in the pocket dice other people up but with the Bengals d line trey hendrickson and sam hubbard coming off the edge like most quarterbacks are faster than those two pass rushers. So, like, he would at least be able to, if he wasn't hurt, to, you know, get out of the pocket buy him a little bit of time. But when you have these fast pass rushers, you can't get out of the pocket. You just have to sit there and, you know, dice people up. Yeah. So, well, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. I don't – I just – I don't know. Yeah, and then the other interest, interesting thing about the injury, if it is like a severe ankle sprain, is he does a lot of one-leg passes and weird – in kind of like weird off balance type thing. A lot of pressure on that so, ankle. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're kind of like, you know, you're one le- on a healthy ankle, that one leg pass 20 yards downfield feels a lot different than with an injury. So it just right. depends on how severe it is, but not, I don't yeah. know. I actually thought that when they showed that video, so I was against what everyone else was saying and kind of what you said. I actually thought it looked like he was trying super hard not to make his ankle look hurt in that like i actually thought he didn't look fine in the video you know when people like zoomed in on him walking off the stage dude did you oh, see that oh the video today yeah yeah like after the podium some guy zoomed in on his feet while he was walking off the stage to get him walking out of the room and yeah. i actually thought he was purposely like holding his foot up and not walking regular him not wearing like, a boot was definitely staged for sure yeah and then, and then everyone was like oh yeah no he looks great and i was like I've never seen a professional athlete walk like that on purpose. Right. I mean, it, it's it's going to be something to watch. I'm looking forward to it, but hell, like we'll we'll find out probably right before the game about you know everything about his ankle because they're not going to come out with it now. No, but no, they'll, they'll say before. With all that, let's go ahead and just get the the Eagles Giants game out of the way. That game was never fucking close. The, I, I, yeah, you know, we, we took the Giants plus ten and a half. I felt good about it at the time. I mean, you're playing somebody three times in a row, like it, they didn't have a fucking shot. They just didn't have a shot. Yeah, I was, I was disappointed, and I think this happens. I think this happens because the NFL regular season is so long. Is that like the common, like all of us, the people that talk on, everyone forgets how dominant teams are sometimes in the first five weeks of the season. Like, if you're a professional athlete. You, you can't as perfect as you want to be like you're not for 18 weeks you're not going to be dominant like so I think Impossible. I think you're gonna have down I think, yeah I think what that was is I think that was just the Eagles like the Eagles are actually really good and they were insane at the start of the year and then we stopped talking about how insane they were because they looked human and, yeah. and now that they're having to prepare for meaningful games we're starting to be like oh yeah I remember when they used to be blowing people out and were undefeated I was saying, now, now that Jalen's getting a lot healthier yeah. and you know you're not seeing Minshew and like, people just kind of forgot about the Eagles last week like yeah. you, you saw the Giants they beat the the Vikings ooh which we called um people were like oh like watch out for the Giants you know maybe recovering that seven and a half no but by the end of that first quarter that game was over Giants couldn't do shit yeah but also, I still think the people are disrespecting the Eagles today. Now, the Eagles are favored, and I think 80% of the money's on the Eagles this weekend. But I still like they're not being talked about enough. This Eagles team is very, very good. Yeah. I mean, they just they, they don't get talked about. You forget about them, and then they just beat teams by 30 points. But. Yeah. All right. Let's move to what we thought was going to be the best game probably of the year. 
which was the Bills Bengals game last Sunday. I want to go ahead and start this off with not necessarily a hot, I guess it is a hot take. So if I'm wrong, don't kill me. DeMar Hamlin was not at that football game. <laughs> that was not DeMar Hamlin. I, I, I will die on this fucking hill. That wasn't him. Dude, so he never his, he he showed up with a bunch of security people that had nothing to do with the team, walked straight into the elevator with his mask on, and then went up. And then I mean, they, the only shots they showed of him were through the snow, where you couldn't see his face. It was just some person holding up the you know the heart. I'm on yeah. this hill that that Demar Hamlin was not at that game. I think it was a one getting more people to watch that game, you know, in there for views. Two, I think the NFL wanted something to happen, as in, you know, DeMar Hamlin being there would give the Bills a spark, hopefully would give the Bills-Chiefs AFC Championship game in Atlanta, which would have been the most watched game all year. So ratings for the NFL, more money. And three, like, what, what, why is there nothing talked about, you know, him in the locker room? Because when he FaceTimed in the locker room last week, everybody was videoing it, blah, 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 all this stuff after they won. That man wasn't there. I'm telling you that yeah. right now. Yeah, I I will I will say I hope I hope that this take is wrong and if I am wrong I'll I'll admit I'm wrong. But yeah, I, I just don't think like if you're a fa- like if you're the father and your kid is sitting next to you in the box, at some point you would take your mask off to to like talk and interact with your son. Right. Which again, which I could be wrong and it could have happened, but from yeah, all hey, this is a hot take. This is a hot yeah, take right now. All, like, we're not trying to be from all the videos, from all the videos I've seen, all the clips from the game, all the people talking about it, to me, there's no chance that that was a real Demar Hamlin in that suite. It might have been a brother. It might have been yeah. someone related, but it is. It just seems odd to me that someone would be sitting in a suite that is covered from the snow and is heated, and he has drinks and food. And his son is sitting next to him, and he doesn't have his hood down and mask off. To that's me, that's yeah. But I said that's a warm ass suite. You know, it's a warm ass suite because yeah. it was snowing I mean, outside. Yeah, that's Take the awkward mask off. There's that's no the- angle showing his face ever that whole day. Nothing. And and I thought I saw like when he gets out of the golf cart and he's not with and he's walking somewhere. His like wa- I think it's wife and kid are like kind of separated by distance from they him. Are. Yeah, which again, they walked through the security and he came in on a golf cart. Yeah, which again, I could be totally wrong on this. Maybe other people act differently. I know if I had been through a traumatic experience and I was going to a game, I would probably walk or be on a golf cart and then wait for my wife and kid. I'm not sure, but like there would be more clips of me with my family together, most likely, right. unless I was going in the locker room to go pump up the guys. Not to mention, right? Not to mention, you're playing the team that in like the game you got hurt in. So like you'd be more inclined to want to go in there in the locker room, I would assume. And, you know, pump the team up a little bit, maybe or be like, Hey guys, like I'm good. I'm here to support y'all. Let's go. But there's been no talk about that. Yeah. And just how the NFL is about filming speeches and stuff like that nowadays and showing funny clips of people dancing, like coaches dancing and stuff. If that was actually DeMar Hamlin, the NFL would be eating up on exactly. saying, hey, on DeMar, you need to go give a pump up sleep and pump up speech and say like about how this is the team that did it and all that kind of stuff. There's no yeah. video of a pump up speech, which I know the NFL would be craving themselves Great. Dude, for that a DeMar Hamlin in the middle of a huddle, pushing people, getting them hyped up for yes. the game. And there is none of that. None of it. I agree. Like I I just 
I'm glad we're on the same page about this because I didn't think we would be. No, I, I mean, I thought I thought there was no way that was him. Now, I, again, yeah. I, if I'm wrong and I sound like an idiot, that's fine. But like, I just don't think that's how. Is, hey, we sound like an idiot every fucking week. So what does it matter? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Ever since again, COVID, man. there's just I have so many conspiracies. It's insane. But okay, well, well, I guess it's time to talk about the game since we're going on about these conspiracy theories. Um, dude, the Bengals are trash, or the Bills are trash. The Bills, the, the Bills are just—they're—they're they're not built for it. Like they're not built for yeah. these, you know, big times. The, hey, we said this early on in the podcast, middle of the fall. The Bills got too hot too early, thinking they could just beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah, the, the Bills. Yes. The, the biggest thing that struck me about the Bills is kind of their their pressure on the D line, um, uh, and and I mean their defense in general. Obviously, watching that game, but really, well, Noah Miller hurts. Obviously, yeah, but really, it's just. I think that's the big the big separator right now. I think is the Bills don't have a killer on the D line. They don't have a D tackle that's great. They don't have an edge rusher that's great. Um, and so I think that's a big deal with these teams to get in the playoffs. Like I'm trying like the I don't know like the Eagles generate pressure. 49ers have defense player of the year. Um, and the Bengals, I I'm their defense looks great and they're getting they're getting pressure. So I'm just not. I think that's what they're missing. I think you have to have quarterback pressure these days because such See, a passing league you have to have pressure i agree and they're getting bulldozed every time a running back got the ball for the Bengals. they look like yeah. little babies on their home field in the snow if you're buffalo how do you not build your team around being like tough gritty guys um I don't well, the thing is they don't have enough money to pay an elite pass rusher now i mean they got to pay stefan diggs they have to pay josh allen jordan poyer is gone who's you know, a top five safety in the league. They don't have the money to pay anybody because they have to pay their two superstars an insurmountable amount of money. So I think the bills are, I mean, they're not looking good. This yeah, was, the, my, if they were going to do anything this year was the year. Yeah. My, my other issue was my other issue with the bills is all season. You don't run Josh Allen or you try not to get Josh Allen hurt for that game so that you can run him. Yep. In that game. That's why you don't run them in the in the year. So in that game, when it is snowing and you're hosting Cincinnati in the playoffs, you can say hike and let your 6'6 monster of an athlete quarterback roll out with a couple blockers and go get five or six yards and have yep. a chance of injury happen on his biggest game of the year so far. Like that's I, I don't understand it. I don't understand why people are so scared to get their quarterbacks hurt that once they reach the playoffs, they're still scared about like once you hit the playoffs, you are like it's elimination. Winner like, go home. Yeah. If he gets if he gets hurt, like he was probably gonna. If he was if he gets hurt, there's a good chance every time you play football, you're gonna get hurt. Who cares? Like yeah. until you have that lead by two touchdowns. If I have a quarterback who's six six, runs a fast forty, and can truck people and stiff arm people to the ground and hurdle people in open field. By the way, I am running his ass in the snow behind two blockers on the edge. Like yep. what are we doing? We're dropping back and throwing 30-yard passes near the sideline when we can't even see the ball in the air. I think a lot of it has to do with Sean McDermott being a defensive-minded coach. Because I think if he was an offensive-minded head coach, that he would have been, you know, because him during the week, he was probably, you know, preparing the defense to try to stop Joe Burrow and company. But that offense, like, they didn't act like they wanted to run. Like they didn't have any rhythm to how they were running plays. Like they were just out there calling plays, hoping Josh Allen was going to be fucking Superman. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he, he is a lot of the times, but when he's not, you look really, really bad. 
Yeah. So it's it's a lot to ask of one guy, but I don't. I think I think the Bills are in trouble. I really yeah. do. Moving forward, yeah. I think they are. Because you got the I think Bengals coming up. The story. I think the biggest more of the story in that game was every time I looked at that the TV, I saw Bills defenders falling back with a Bengals running back with their shoulder down, fighting for an extra yep. three yards. Every time I looked at the screen, that was happening. The Bengals were just more ready to play that game than the Bills were, which makes no sense because the Bills were at home in the snow, which is where they thrive. Doesn't make any sense. Yep. But let's just get through this last game, the the Cowboys-Niners. Cowboys fucking suck. I'm saying all year, Cowboys fucking suck. Sorry about it, Brant. Cowboys suck. Dak Dude, sucks. Take- Zeke sucks. But like, There's nothing they could do. Yeah, Zeke Zeke sucks, and if Paul, but the Cowboys definitely outplayed the 49ers that night. A hundred percent, they outplayed the 49ers. Basically, in every category, you can outplay someone. Besides one, their quarterback threw two insanely bad interceptions, and Pollard got hurt. If Pollard doesn't get hurt in that game, it's a different game. It's Cowboys. It is Cowboys playing this weekend. I don't know like, about that, like dude. That, dude, I I, dude that. the Cowboys were. The Cowboys had that game in their hands the entire game. I actually was super scared in that game. And it made yeah. me think that the 49ers could actually get beat this weekend, but I know that they actually can't. But it made me for a second think that they could get beat. Hey, but- I will say this. Okay, so like everybody in the internet and everything is just burying Dak. Like, yeah, Dak played like shit or didn't play up to, you know, divisional weekend standards. But – Cut the man some slack. He was playing arguably one of the best defenses in NFL history. Like, yeah, I don't. Th- I really don't think Dak is very, very good, or at least good enough to win a Super Bowl. I don't think he's terrible though. But like, everybody's burying his ass. Trade him, trade him. Let's draft a new quarterback. Blah blah. All this stuff. He was playing arguably one of the best defenses of all time. Yeah, I and, mean, and like, and like any great quarterback would struggle against that defense. I mean, Patty Mahomes in the Super Bowl when he beat the 49ers didn't play very well. He just found a way to win, which is, I think, what separates a good and a great quarterback. You don't have to play great every game. You just have to find a way to win. And Dak just doesn't have that, you know, Joe Burrow, Patty Mahomes-type chromosome in him to just find a way to win every game. So I think that's his problem, but I don't think Dak played that fucking bad. Like, I'm the best defense in the league. My my problem with the Dak with the Dak thing is I think my problem with the Dak thing is I I think as the Cowboys starting quarterback there's definitely extra pressure on you to be not make any errors I think the problem with Dak is that his interceptions were interceptions that were totally on him so like yeah. the two like the the scoreboard book says two interceptions and they were actually like yes they were actually your interceptions like they weren't like some he, he could have thrown five he yeah, could have like, thrown five interceptions like some quarterbacks have to make plays or a ball gets tipped off their wide receiver's hand and like those interceptions were actually his like they were just t- terrible interceptions totally on him yeah. no one else's fault besides his um i will say one thing i noticed which is making me kind of scared about this game coming up for the 49ers is the big difference between that game i thought for me was that parsons was getting home and Bozo was getting pressure, if that makes sense. Like, when I was watching that game, Parsons was getting to the quarterback, touching the ball, getting sacks, causing deflections, stuff like that. Bozo in the 49ers front was only causing pressure. And so what scares me about that is because I take Jalen Hurts over Dak. The th- okay, sure. the thing is, though, with that, are you going to see – is there a better pass rusher in the remaining playoffs right now than Micah Parsons? The only person you could probably say no. – Maybe better is Nick Bosa. 
Yeah, no, no, no. Nobody else you could. No, I, I know, but what scares me is not going to be facing pressure. Uh, no, 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 around the edge pressure like he did last week. Now, the Eagles can get interior pressure, which is why they're so good, is because if you can penetrate the middle of that pocket, where's the quarterback going to go? Like, especially if he's not, you know, a Lamar Jackson type that can just outrun everybody. Like, now, I think the, the, the Niners will, like, have some pressure to get on them this, this upcoming weekend. But I don't think there's a better pure pass rusher in the NFL than Micah Parsons, other than maybe Nick Bosa, who Brock Purdy doesn't have to fucking worry about. Yeah. No, my only concern, though, is if Dak was getting away from the 49ers D-line and avoiding a lot of sacks and avoiding yeah. a lot of close calls, What's I think Jalen yeah. might – because when the few times Dak took off running, dude, there was no one around. And so right. in my head, I'm thinking if this is Jalen, he's a little bit smarter than Dak. Yeah, and he's the, he's considered a lot better than Dak, right. and so it, it's worrying me. It's worrying. That's but with that, me. the defensive play calls are going to be a little bit like they're going to be different with the Niners, knowing that Hurts relies on his legs more than his arm, where Dak is the other way around. Like Dak, you know, would rather get it done with his arm than his legs. Yeah, so they're two completely sure. opposite quarterbacks. I mean, Jalen's obviously a lot better athlete. It'll be interesting to see though. Yeah, be. there's the uh, there's a recap for last weekend. All right, let's just go ahead and we're, we're going to X out the hot takes because the DeMar Hamlin kind of is going to might just get us under a little bit of heat, but fuck it. It happens. So, okay. For the rest of the year, rest of the year, NFL bet, what is your favorite futures bet for the rest of the year? We only got, we got three more games. What's your favorite futures bet? Favorite futures bet, which is going against my favorite bet of the year. But it goes against that my favorite futures bet is Joe Burrow for Super Bowl MVP plus 330. He's the favorite, isn't he? No, third. Well, he's tied with Mahomes. It's he's tied okay, with yeah, uh, yeah. he's second, he's tied for second or third, however you want to say it, with someone else. Okay, plus so Hertz is the favorite, and then he's tied with Pat Mahomes for plus 30, 330. 330, Joe Burrow MVP, which goes against my 49ers bets. But okay, whatever. so me and you are almost on the same page here. So my favorite futures bet, it's plus 700 odds. Bengals beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Mm. Plus mm. 700. See, that's, so, that's so, a good hey, I like that bet. We're kind of on the same wavelength. Like, yeah, I mean, know, I, we'll, get, we'll get into this here in a little bit, but. Yeah, because my other, my other futures bet besides 49ers is the last leg of a bet to win the Super Bowl. But my other futures bet that's still alive for the year is Bengals to win the AFC championship and 49ers to win the NFC championship. So right. I do think that is the Super Bowl. Right. And um, I, I forgot, like, I just looking at the odds and everything you can get, like Bengals beating the Niners plus 700. Also, the Chiefs, is, I, I'm not betting on this, but the Chiefs beating the Niners are also plus 700. It's so, probably because it's probably because I think a lot of people after watching the 49ers last week are thinking the Eagles are going to beat them. Yeah, um, we'll get into that here in a couple minutes. But, uh, yeah, after watching last week, the Eagles just handled business and the Niners struggle a little bit against a lot better team. Like, yeah, it's going to hurt people. And then the Eagles being at home too, yeah. Yeah. But, all right. Um, let's hear about this. All segment. right. Special segment this week brought to you by Burger King. Um, in the segment, Yeah, brought to you by BK. Have it your fucking way. <laughs> brought to you by BK. We're going to go through a series of questions that I'm going to ask Tyson oh, shit. for an answer. All right. So just, just first thing comes to my head. 
Yeah, but I mean, you can think about it. You can give some reasoning. Hopefully, hopefully, you can back up your answer. Um, oh, first one: Would you rather have the ability to see ten minutes into the future or one hundred fifty years into the future? So, the ability to see ten years into the or ten minutes into the future, so like the next ten minutes of your life, or be able to 150 see one hundred fifty years. One hundred fifty years. But why? You won't, I won't be, alive. be alive in one hundred fifty years. Ten minutes. Fuck. I mean, like, that's not going to change anything. 150 years. Now, I don't know if it'll change the way I think through things. I just think it'd be cool to see. See, here, you think you're going to be alive here in 150 years? I want to see some flying ass cars. I want to see, you know, people develop gills and fucking breathe underwater and shit. Like, I don't know. (laughs) People develop gills. I don't know. Who the hell knows? It's 150 years, dude. I, so here's, here's my take. Here's my take on it. I would say I, I like both sides. But I would say 150 years because you could see what was developed. That was the big business idea. Like you could see uh, Amazon, and then you could take it early and be like, "I'm going to create an online bookstore." Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to create an online bookstore, and it's going to be called Amazon. And then like you okay. kind of turn in that. So I like it for that. But I, I think I slightly like the next 10 minutes better. Why? If, if, if you could freeze time while you thought about it. So like. I get to say, I get to hit like pause and then yeah. I get to see what's going to, I get to a see little, what questions like are going to be asked to me in 10 minutes. And then I get to do research, write down my notes and then, and then pursue and then hit play. And then I, I know the best answer to the, every question that I'm ever asked. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So like if you're in a meeting or something, yeah. Or, yeah. Like you're, yeah, you're I, literally I, the best. You would have answered it one way. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're okay. the best sales guy ever because you can literally just be like about to walk into a meeting and press pause, watch how the meeting is going to go, take notes on everything that went wrong and how you would have done it differently, and then hit play and walk in and do your notes. See, your answer is a lot better than mine because I'm sitting here thinking about fucking people developing gills so we can breathe <laughs> underwater. And you're over here like, hey, what investment could I make now so that I'm rich as fuck? You know, or my family's rich as fucking 100. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I thought about it. That's how I thought about it. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, but but, okay, I, but that's sure. what I'm saying. Both there's benefits. I feel real both. fucking stupid right now, but yeah, hey, I'll give it to you. Well, you did say flying cars, which is epic. Yeah, but they also said fly, like flying cars would exist 30 years ago. So I mean, Dude, like, so I actually think that flying cars and all that shit <laughs> could actually exist right now, but I think that they don't release it because they know we're not ready for it. They know that the majority of the population will not say, sign me up for a car that I don't drive that flies into the air with millions of other cars. Yeah, but I don't think there's a lot of people that could pay for that. No, but I think, no, but I'm saying, I think they have it. I think there's technology. I think they know how to do it. And they're just like, people aren't ready for it. Because I, I, I've heard Elon Musk and I think Jeff Bezos has mentioned it and um, someone else, but it's like, they have, like, for example, the iPhone like let's just take iPhone. Well, iPhone's a bad example. So like let's take like space travel and things like that. Like Elon Musk actually already has solved the things, but he can't release it yet because people aren't ready to accept it. And so the timing of release is really important. So like the 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 release I think of a, the timing of release on certain products is important. I don't think it is on you know something completely. No, be, no, because like because if is. he no because if he goes in and he like. Like, I think there's no doubt in my mind, Elon Musk has a car that can get from California to New York with no issues right now. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. But the problem is, is Elon Musk knows that there is 
probably 50% or more of the population that if you told them they could affordably have a driverless car, they would not trust it and they would not buy it. So he knows right now in 2023 or a fucking flying car. That's no, I'm just one. saying driverless. I'm not saying fine. I'm just saying regular driverless one. He yeah, knows. I wouldn't trust that shit either. Yeah, exactly. Like, so he knows there's yeah. people like you out there that are not ready for adoption. But there's a difference between a driverless car and you flying your own damn car. No, but that, but it's the same principle. It's that people, he can't release things because people are not ready for adoption. It's kind of like, like, it's probably like this iPhone had features on it. Like when they made the iPhone six, they probably knew what features were going to be on the iPhone 12 and they could have already released it. But they didn't because they needed to get you used to the interface first and accept more of the product before they gave you yeah. these additional features. But they already yeah. had the additional features made. Yeah, yeah. They just knew saying, you were ready. Yeah, yeah. What you're saying makes sense for sure. Like you have to slowly integrate people into the new thing, yeah. the new thing, the new thing. It makes sense. I just think if a flying car was exi- like like was invented right now, that shit would be ready to roll. Dude, I guarantee someone in the world has made a car or has has a prototype of a car that you can get in and drive and take off like 50 feet in the air and just hover no shot no (laughs) i guarantee it you think fucking right brothers are coming back and inventing the damn car right now i also also guarantee there's a car that you can take into underwater and fully submerge and swim around in well yeah it was on kingsman so like yeah you can do that do the same thing in the air Guarantee it. I guarantee I guarantee it. Dude, I guarantee it. Okay. <laughs> I guarantee it. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. This one you is another question. question. You don't have to use your brain as much on this one. All right. Okay. Second question in our new special segment brought to you by BK. Would you rather fart every time you laugh or burp every time you cry? Burp every time I cry. I don't cry. But think about how stupid you would look when you're when you're like you're, you're an laugh, intense. Con- I laugh so much more than I cry. I know, but you're you're but you're sitting there trying to have a serious conversation, or someone in your family died, and you're crying, and you're just burping your brains out while you're crying, like in front of like it's a funeral, and you're just burping outrageously the whole but time. At, but okay, let's just like say hypothetically, like hypothetically, your girl makes you laugh. Ha ha ha! Rip ass. Like. It's something you'd have to address early on. No, no, no. Like you, trust me, like, well, especially men, like this, we're coming at it from a completely male perspective. Yeah. Men yeah. laugh probably 20 to 50 times more than they cry. I can deal with burping when I cry. Now, yeah. shitting my pants every time I laugh, uh uh-uh. uh. I couldn't do it, dude. I, I no, no, it's hell, not. Imagine it's being not, in a meeting it, and you're just cutting it up. And this dude makes you laugh and you just over there you got mud in your pants. No, like, no, it's just farting. It's just farting. It's not, you're not pooping your pants. You're just farting. I just, I don't, I burp every single time. I, I, I don't think like, no, that, I'm, that I'm one on was too easy. I'm on like that's, more, that's definitely more of a female question than, than one for us. All right. This one, this one should be one for the men though. And you were kind of hitting on this one. <clears throat> Third question. Again, special segment brought to you by BK. Would you rather crap yourself once a year in public or every day in private? <laughs> Think about this one. <laughs> once a day in public, dude. Or once a year in public, my bad. What, how do you recover from that? How do you recover from, let's say, option one, you're in a business meeting with your biggest client and you – literally crap your pants while you're giving a pitch and there's poop running down your leg 
Never. Okay, recover from that. Two, no, no, no. you're at a bar with your friends and you start crapping down your legs. You're not okay. recovering from that. But that happens one time a year. The thing is, think about how many people in the world <laughs> it happens to them one time a year. Dude, if you shit your pants every day when you're by yourself, do you know how much underwear you have to buy? <laughs> like, I'm not like reusing underwear that I shit myself in. Like, you would have to reuse, like, you'd have to buy, spend so much money on underwear. That, no, that is no, no. I'll deal with it. Like, I'll deal with it one time a year because hell, most dudes shit their pants. Like, depends on what you eat. If you're over there eating, you know, don't say spicy. most dudes shit their pants. No, that is not a statement. <laughs> most dudes shit, like, okay, maybe not most. But a lot of dudes shit in their pants once a year. Like, for <laughs> sure. Dude, you tell me you never shit your pants before? I'm not saying I never have, but once a year is aggressive. But, like, shitting your pants 365 times a year, I think, is worse than just once a year. Like, yeah, like, that once a year could be in a serious, you know, conversation it's or random. meeting it's not random. Or, or out at a bar or wherever. I'd much rather just deal with it that one time because fuck, if I'm at a bar, like, hey, I just shit my pants, I'm going home. Like, okay, I, like, what about what about an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be the worst. Shitting in your pants on like what a four-hour flight across coast would be the yep. worst. Would be the absolute worst. Yeah, but no, I'd rather do it once a year. Like I could deal with that one time a year on the airplane because I'd probably just like I'd go to the bathroom, you know. Because, you know, when you shit in an airplane, when you flush the toilet, it just, like, comes out the bottom of the airplane. So whoever's below you, when you flush the toilet, they're getting shit on them. So, like, somebody's going to get my underwear on their forehead. And I'll just, you know, wipe my ass, you know, go on, baby wipe something, go back to my seat. Now, it'll smell terrible, but fuck, you never see those people again. I don't give a shit. Dude, your, your seat is, is brown. I feel like your pants would be brown before your seat is. No, you're, you're, but every, I mean, expect, think if it's a leaky one. <laughs> think about cleaning up that mess on an airplane. You're done. The people next to you probably have slosh on them. Yeah, that's now fair. They, but, but imagine sitting on your couch watching football, shitting your <laughs> pants. You have to get a new couch. You have to get a brand new fucking couch. So, like, no. uh, yeah, I will, I will say, I think the right answer is, is in public once a year and you yeah. just have to you have to just be vulnerable and just right. know it's gonna happen you guys you're like, right you're right the first thing that comes to mind about the once a day thing is is laundry i'm like because it happens at random and so every day i'm throwing out boxers that's what i'm saying you're buying 400 pairs of boxers a year yeah no I, I agree yeah i'm not doing that not at all i agree hey there's right, some well, good questions do you have another one? Please tell me you don't have another one. No, no, no. no. That's it. That's it. No, BK okay. only gave us three <laughs> questions to ask. So, BK, thank you again for offering those questions for us to give. All right. Hey, have it your way, BK. You fucking rule. Go get that whopper, 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 whopper. Um. All right. Let's move into parlay time. Okay. So, we're going to have to do this a little bit more weird than we have in the past because we can't just straight up, you know, take spreads and overs, unders, money lines, whatever. So basically what I did, TTAP, was I've got my favorite bets from both games. I've got them starred. Um, I guess, do you just want to run through it that way? Just give me give me your favorite bets, and then I'll go okay. through. I haven't put these in any parlay or anything, so I don't no. know what the odds would like, – I know what the odds would be, like, 
you know, they're either any, anywhere from minus 120 to plus 700. Yeah. Okay. But okay. I'll just go ahead and give you my, my spreads for the weekend too. So All the right. first game is, is the Niners at the Eagles. I'm taking the Niners plus two and a half. Um, I think that defense is too fucking good. I think they have too many weapons. Now I don't think either quarterback can really throw the ball effectively, but when it comes down to, you know, the last four teams, I'm going to take the better defense every single time. Yeah. The Eagles are at home. Yeah. Brock Purdy, you know, hasn't had a true road test, all this stuff. I'm going to take the Niners. Um, all right. Favorite bet still in that game. I love Christian McCaffrey score touchdown. I mean, he's in the playoffs. They traded him th- for him this year for literally a game exactly like this. This is why they traded yeah. for him. So I think he's going to get the ball a lot. And then to backpack off of that, I love a CMC over 59 and a half rushing yards. Wow. There's going to be a lot of running the ball in this game. I don't think – I think both quarterbacks, passing yards-wise, the under hits on both of them. I think Purdy is 215, and I think Jalen Hurts is 240. I would like to under on both of those as well. I think it's going to be a old-school 13-10, 16-13, 17-14 type game. So I like the under in the game as well. And then my last thing, the most – hey, the most bet on prop of the entire game, it was 69.5, now it's 70.5 receiving yards. A.J. Brown. The most bet on thing is A.J. Brown over 70 and a half receiving yards. So I like the under just mm. because it's, I think, 98% of bets are on the over. So I like the under on that. 69 yards or how many yards did you say? It's, it, well, it started out at 68 and a half and it's up to 70 and a half. So I'm going to take the under on 70 and a half. All right. All right. Going on, moving on to the next game. I like. Now, my favorite feature was the Bengals beat the Niners in the Super Bowl plus 700. Yeah. I'm putting away my feelings, putting away everything. I'm going to take the Chiefs' money line at home as an underdog. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I I don't really have any explanation. I think Patty Mahomes is going to be one of those, oh, my God, AFC championship. Like, he had a high sprained ankle, and he went out there and dominated. Travis Kelsey had another 10 to 13 receptions. Like, it's going to be one of those type games. So, like, Chiefs money line. I also like Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. I also love Travis Kelsey two-plus touchdowns. Mm. I think that any way for the Chiefs to win this game, because the Bengals have had their number. I mean, they're going into Burrowhead, not Arrowhead. They're going into Burrowhead. Kelsey's going to have to have a big game. So, I like that. I'm also going to take the over 47-and-a-half. I can't figure out which quarterback. I think I might bet both, but I love both quarterbacks. They're set at one and a half passing touchdowns. I'm going to take the over on both of them. Not parlay, nothing. I'm going to take the over on both. You're saying over what? One and a half passing touchdowns. So both of them just have two. I like T. Higgins over 55 and a half receiving yards. To stop the Bengals, you got to cover Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase could have a big game. If that happens, the Bengals win. But I think to to beat them, you got to stop Jamar which means T. Higgins is going to have a big game. And then another thing trade-wise, I like Kadarius Toney over 34-and-a-half receiving yards. This game is the reason he traded for him. Kadarius Toney, he's got speed. He's been really underutilized in this. I think it's time for him to pop off, and I think this is going to be the game. Over 34-and-a-half as of Wednesday night, all of these Wednesday night right now. Okay. Okay. 
We had some That's we it. had some similarities, we had some differences. We had some similarities, we had some differences. So right. here is here is a parlay I made. It was plus 1697 odds. Bengals money line, 49ers money line, Purdy, Burrow, and Mahomes all over one and a half passing touchdowns. See, I like Purdy over one and a half too. But the only reason why I didn't put that as one of my favorites, because I mean, hell, I've got a full page full of bets that I like this weekend. The only reason why I don't like it is I think it's going to be a running the ball football game. I think he only has one. Okay. Could be. It seems like, so we're both in on Burrow Mahomes, one and a half. Right? Yep. Um, uh, you had Bengals, or you had Niners plus two and a half instead of money line. Yeah, I would if we're gonna put this in a parlay like we are, I'd rather have the Niners plus three and a half because I am also gonna bet on this game. Will this game go to overtime? The Niners Eagles. I'm betting yes at plus thirteen eighty. Insane. Yeah, I know. I I like. Well, I do think if it goes to overtime, there is going to be it's going to be a three point. Like I don't know if anybody would score a touchdown in overtime because the defenses are just so good. Yeah. No, I like uh, – I will say I like – I can't I, – I like Kelsey anytime touchdown. I, lo- I like that. Same. Um, you don't like a CMC anytime touchdown? I'm trying to decide which one I like better out of CMC five, 59 and a half rushing yards or – CMC touchdown because he put he's been scoring a lot recently, which like numbers wise, it's kind of weird for someone to just score every game. I feel like, um, yeah, but like like this is one of those games. The reason why the Niners traded for CMC now, I don't know if like if they get down to the one yard line, they're gonna give the ball to him, and he's like, I'm not saying he's going to get in, but he's at least gonna get a chance to score. He's going to get more chances to score than anybody else in this football game, maybe besides Jalen Hurts. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not totally against it. Um, but how, are many rushing yards, how many rushing yards did he have last game? Because I feel like that could be a decent comparison because that was a low-scoring game. Let me look. Box score. So he only had 35 rushing yards. I, I think I'd rather do the TD, honestly. I would, too. And then, and then I'm all in on AJ Brown under 70 and a half. All right. I, I think too. that's got to be that's got to be in for sure. Okay, let me 70 and a half. That gets us plus 611. All of those together? Yeah, because we don't have a spread. Yeah, we do. Nine. No, we don't. Oh, do oh, oh, so we like the Niners, or are we good with the Niners? Plus three and a half, right? A little alt. A little yeah, I like that. That's what alt. Yeah. Hold on, let me alt that real quick. Niners three and a half, right? Just want to make sure I'm not gonna fuck this up. Yeah, and then Niners three and a half gets us there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, see, yeah. That gets us to plus eleven twenty-seven odds. I like it. I like it. Dude, I do too. Um, I, I like it even more because we only have one person to score a touchdown, which is my favorite bet of the weekend. 
All right. Let me go ahead and read this out. Let me start with the games, like at the, the time of the games. All right. All right. So the first game of the weekend is the the Niners at the Eagles. So we've got the Niners plus three and a half alt line. We got CMC. Oh, we do have CMC. No, over rushing yards, right? No, CMC anytime TD. Uh, so we have two anytime TDs. I fucked that up. Yeah. Let's see if I put that. Oh, I fucked this all the way up. I didn't even put it in the CMC anytime TD in here. Let me just double check and make sure I'm not stupid. Okay, so with these new odds, we could probably take one out because it's plus 1963. I still like this though. Um let's it's a big would you, rather, would you rather take this would you rather take the 49ers spread out or the McCaffrey touchdown out? I'd rather take one of the passing touchdown things out, either Burrow or Mahomes. Because I don't want to bet on both of them in the same game if we're already over the odds. I guess, would you go Burrow because they have the better running backs out of the two? But Burrow's, also goaded. But Burrow's also goaded right now, so I don't know. I, I still like all these bets, dude. Yeah, I say we just roll with all these. I think so, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 49ers game, you have 49ers plus three and a half, McCaffrey touchdown, and AJ in the same Brown. game, AJ Brown under 70 yeah. and a half receiving yards. Yep. Next game, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, Burrow and Mahomes, both over one and a half passing touchdowns. So, all yep. we need is two plus 1963. Lock it in. I love it. I absolutely love it. Lock it in. Let's, hey, let's fucking ride with it. Let's ride with it. Hey, I love the new segment. Love the questions. Get the little brain working a little bit. I love it. Get the brain working. Let's go, boys. Some of you, some of you fans will be reached out to in the coming weeks as we transition from football into college basketball. We will be starting to add small interviews, you know, small five to ten minute interviews within each pod. Um, love it. So be on the lookout. We're going to bring in the boys. Gonna get them riled up, ask them questions, see what they got to say. Let's do it. Well, hey, hey, boys, it's gonna be a good Sunday. Um, piss games aren't on Saturday anymore. Last weekend was the last Saturday, but we're gonna have to get the fuck over it. Or we're gonna have to ride with it. Let's ride, boys. Let's yes, ride. Sir. Hammer the hammer the player props and let's get moving. Let's have a good weekend, boys. Let's win some money. See you, fellas. Let's get it. See you, boys.